Broadcasting from another dimension. Deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest. Sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast, episode 57, and it's a happy holidays episode. Happy holidays. Whew, what a what a week it's already been. We've been celebrating. Um, we celebrate early because my lover, my soulmate, Athena Bandit, her birthday is one week before Christmas. So we're always celebrating early. It's always hard to keep a handle on these couple weeks at the end of the year, you know. And then we got New Year's coming. Um. We uh, took a great trip to Maine to stay at the Malhus Mansion in the in Norway <laughs> and, and hang out at the Norway Brewing Company with the homies Erica and Magna and Ruby and Tor. Shout out to the whole Malhus clan. Um, we had a surprise trip over there for Athena's 69th birthday. Happy birthday, babe, at that ripe old age of 69. It doesn't get any better than this. Live in the dream. When you're living the dream, every year you turn 69 years old, you know? Um, but uh, we, uh, we've we been having a great week. Um, not quite as productive <laughs> work-wise as I would have wanted, but we did disappear for three days. Um, and getting this podcast to you a little late. Uh, we were thinking of uh, doing a podcast with Erica and Magna over there, but then... Uh, the night in question, we all passed out. I definitely passed out. Boom, putting the kids to bed. We had stayed up late the night before, and I was out. Boom, I was in my raw onesie getting a little too cozy over there. Um, drinking that old whiskey. You know we got the whiskey out for the holidays. And then we had a nice dinner with Kent Osborne. When we got back, we had... Homemade chicken pot pie. Um, and it was delicious. There's nothing I like more than a little chicken pot pie. That's not something we've talked about enough on this podcast. We've definitely talked about beef jerky. Definitely talked about beef stew. Definitely got those steak tip conversations in. We need to open up a dialogue about chicken pot pie. Because that's my other absolute favorite meal. Mm, I can taste it right now. You know, but happy holidays. Happy holidays to everybody out there, to all the Ghost Scouts around this hollow, flat, hologram globe, um, the growing ranks of the Secret Society of Ghost Scouts. I hope all the Ghost Scouts are out there doing their thing, feeling good, getting hyped, feeling real good about 2018, and feeling even more excited about 2019. Because there's nothing more exciting than the future. And we're fucking living in it. You know what I'm saying? And as always, we're bringing you this podcast to really get in there and brainwash your shit. 
to live your fucking dream life. You know that's what the Ghost Scouts are doing, and that's what we're trying to get you to do by listening to this podcast. Live your dreams. Live your dreams. We're subconsciously encoding this podcast to empower you to break free from that reptile, shape-shifting alien mainstream reality. You know what I'm saying? And break out and do your own shit, you know? Um, so yeah, we're the bandits are headed to New Hampshire today. We're about to lump and jump in this old car um and head on down to celebrate the holidays with my family. Um shout out to my little brother. He just had his first kid. Julian James in the house. Sure, 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 shout out. So we got all kinds of holiday blessings. You know, um, I will hopefully be coloring up this raw tray. Um, I'm always dragging work along to the holidays because you know I'm a fucking workaholic. Uh, and uh, but when I get back, uh, oh, we got all kinds of fun stuff to announce. So January first, we got all kinds of fun work lined up for 2019. But uh, the first week in January, I'm gonna be doing some concept designs. For Penn Ward's new uh, show on with Netflix, uh, it's called Midnight Gospel, I believe, um, and uh, the homie Jesse Moynihan is art directing, and obviously can't uh, talk too much about it, but I'm going to be doing a week of concept design for, uh, I think, the main character's uh, kind of house or whatever. Um, so excited for that. Super pumped to reconnect with the homies. Super pumped to check out their new project. I know it's uh, Duncan Trussell's involved in it. Um, it uses some of his, uh, you know, podcast or interviews or something like that. So I'm super pumped about it. Um, but, uh, you know, won't be able to talk too much about that. More stuff I can't talk that much about. <laughs> I've got all the stuff I got lined up for 2019. I won't be able to share for like a long time. But that's how it goes in the industry sometimes, you know, in that, in that, in the fucking big leagues, in the animation industry. I'm going to have to get some new draw-terias going or something. Some hot lunch for that ice. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> so after that, I'm going to be doing more work on SpongeBob 3. I'm going to be ten- continuing the concept design uh, for SpongeBob 3. I'm working on a big location for them um for uh for the for for that movie um with Paramount and uh that work's been really fun so I'm looking forward to doing more of that and then um after that uh in February/March I will be doing working on another Netflix project uh the new feature from Mark Osborne Called Escape from Hat. Super pumped to announce all these great projects um, for 2019. Um, and of course, I uh, I have the the toys, the 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 mini, the Shrimp mini vinyl toys with Unbox Industries that I'm gonna be working on um, through all of this. So. Gonna be doing a set of six of those. So super pumped. Amazing. I, I I've been saying I wanted to work on toys and I want to be working on movies. 
And uh, 2019 is going to be toys and movies right off the bat. So super excited about that, you know, working hard on manifesting that destiny, planting those seeds out there, and they are starting to grow. So that's super fun and uh, really excited. Super, super, super excited to connect with Mark Osborne on this project. Um, I've been talking to him about wanting to work with him. Um, obviously we're homies and, uh, couldn't be more pumped. This looks like a really fun project. Um, they've announced it already, so you can go scope out whatever's, uh, whatever's there, but uh, I'm going to be designing a part of the world for the movie, doing some concept design. Um, and whenever I can share more, I will share more, but you know how it is. Zip those lips. Gotta keep it secret, but I, we love secret shit. You know what I'm saying? We love secret shit on this podcast, Secret Society of Podcast. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, the uh, Gosher Mega Mall is, of course, in effect, and there's five spots left in the 12 week online group workshop. So uh, that starts in three weeks. Three weeks from yesterday. So if you want to uh, start 2019 off with a bang, go over there and sign up and train with me for the first 12 weeks. Uh, well, not exactly. It starts the 13th, but uh, right off the bat, the you know, uh, January, February, March, going, uh, you know, I think to the beginning of April or something like that. <sighs> the dates are on the website. All the info's on the website, and y'all have heard it before, um, so... Uh, so go check it out. Um, I will get you more hyped than you've ever been in your fucking life. I guarantee you that. And you're going to create a whole new portfolio for 2019 of killer work driven by really what you love to do and the work that you want to be getting paid to do. You know, that's what it's all designed for. So so go check it out. Um, let's see. And today what we're going to be doing is a little Q&A pod. We haven't done one in a while. I thought that would be fun. Um, someone sent me a question and then I popped a little question up in my Instagram story and got a ton of questions back. So we'll jump into that and get silly with it. Um, but yeah. Okay. Let's kick it over to my man, AWOL1. <laughs> All right, so let's check out the first question from podcast listener Pablo Wolf Maggie. I think it's Maggie. He was saying that I said it I say it wrong when I shot him out. I saw Pablo Maggie. I think it's Pablo Maggie, I think he was saying. Um he'll let me know. Let me know, homie. <laughs> I'm definitely not good at pronouncing names. Um so he he wrote me, Dear Gosher, my name is Pablo and I'm a proud supporter of your podcast. As I've been listening to it lately, some things you say really motivate me to work through my depression. I love that. Um, I wanted to know how you construct your five-year plan. I'm curious to know what steps you follow so at the end of your construction process, you have a juicy-ass plan that can conquer all evil. 
If you wouldn't mind sharing with me your steps, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fucking awesome day. All the best. Pablo Wolf Maggie. Um, and of course, I asked him if it was cool that I shouted him out and shared this with everybody. Uh, but I thought it would be a great way to start um, uh, a, a little Q&A podcast um, going into the new year, right? Because everybody's thinking about planning. When we do the workshop, we start with a five-year plan. Um, when I do the workshop in Denmark at the animation workshop, we start with a five-year plan, um, or that's part of the workshop anyway. And then when people apply to the Ghost Scouts, uh, we have them do a, a, a kind of a five-year plan light, kind of the beginning steps. So, so we'll talk about that. Um, the Basically, I think a good place to start is to set out the next five years and put your three main goal for each, your three main goals for each year. Um, that seems to be a pretty straightforward thing. Um, although a lot of people even are like, I've, you know, as you've heard Ghost Scouts come on this podcast and say, you know, before the, before the, um, before they applied, they had never thought about it before. And, and sometimes even when people don't get into Ghost Scouts, they'll thank me just because they said doing the application for Ghost Scouts, um, was really helpful to them, which is amazing. I fucking love that. So uh, anybody is welcome to go over and and look at what the application is for Ghost Scouts. And you know, even if you're not going to apply, um, you know, uh, do it as a mental exercise and 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 see what comes up. You know, we have you. Uh, what you know, we ask what's the best vision of what you know what's the what's the vision of your best life. Um, you know, like in the first week of the workshop, we start with what's you know write out one page of what's the vision of your best life. Um, and then, uh, off of that, you know, you do that, sit down, write out the next five years, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and set out your three main goals for each one. Boom. Right. That shouldn't be too hard. Um, and then when you really want to crack your brain open and, 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 and look at deep into your soul and your destiny, because I think like when you're planning, I don't know, I, I always think like it comes from. You have to get really personal with it. You have to look at what is really important to you. You know, thinking about what do I really want my life to be about? Who do I want to be, right? It's not just like write down this plan, go to this seminar, write down this plan. It's like this isn't just about your career. This isn't, it's about everything. It's about, you know, where do you want to live? Who do you want to be around? You know, do you want to be a parent? Uh, you know, what do you want your career to be about? What do you want your legacy to be about? What are your hobbies? Everything in your life. You know, you're a creative animal in an infinite universe. We always say that. What do you want your experience on this planet to be about, right? A magical, magical experience. Um, so, you know, that's where we start and we go from there. And then if you want to get really deep into it, basically, um, we used to just go crazy and write out all the months for five years and and start to break it down. Um, but I think that's a little too hypothetical. I think that it's more productive than what we've been doing the last couple rounds of the workshop is we break it down monthly for the first year, which, you know, 2019 is only a week away. So that shouldn't be too abstract for you. So sit down and write out January through December of 2019. You know, of course, I'm always talking about getting that weekly planner. So if you have the planner, boom, there you go. Start to plan out your goals for each month, you know. Um, and then as you get into the next years two and three, um, break those down into quarterly 
increments, right? Basically seasonal, right? Which in here in New England that, you know, we're always breaking stuff down seasonally anyway, because you only do certain things in the summer, you only do certain things in the winter. Um, and then for years uh, four and five, break that down in half, just go halvesies on that and say, okay, so you know, uh, January through June, this is my goal. And then July through December, this is my goal. Um, and then the great thing is as you get into, so, you know, start that right now, boom, there you go. You have, you have kind of, you, you've gone through the mental exercise of really trying to envision. You're basically practicing envisioning your future. That's what it's about. It's not about exactly what you write down. It's about the vision you're creating. It's about, training your brain to think in those terms so as you go through your day-to-day life and you're making little subconscious decisions about where to allocate your time and you know if you're going to be exercising or what kind of diet you're going to be you know having um you know if the more you can think about those on a conscious level then that means subconsciously you're going to be making a lot of really productive decisions as well So, you know, and the more you do it, you know, after years and years of kind of doing these practices about practicing the planning, I think you'll notice that you're a much more focused individual. And I think the more focused you are, the happier you're going to be, you know. Um, when I was depressed, I was, I was very aimless in my life, you know, and, and once I got on target, um, I know I don't ever get depressed, you know, I'll have a bad day, you know, I'll make a bad choice and be like, fuck, I'm fucking up, blah, blah. But, you know, I don't have a bad week. I don't have a bad month anymore, you know, because I'm focused. I, when something's not going right, I wake up the next day and get back on track with what's important to me. You know, when you build a life that's based on your passions and what's important to you, it's very easy to get out of bed and be hyped about it. You know, every fucking day, it's like today, it's like, oh, getting up to do this podcast, and then we're going here, and then I'm going to color this thing, and then I'm going to fucking work with Penn, and then I'm going to work with SpongeBob, and then I'm going to work with fucking Mark. You know, it's like you, you, but, but you know, I mean, before that, it, you can say, oh, that's easy for you, Ghost Shrimp. You, you know, you've been doing this for so long, you know, people know who you are. You can just kind of create your dream life. Well, I still have to wake up and manifest it every day. But this is the same attitude I had when I was starting out too, you know. Um, You have to just decide that this is who you're going to be. And that's what we're always saying, committing to that high morale lifestyle. You know, so you can see it's not just as simple as what's on paper. It's a lot of decision making. It's a lot of... uh, really reckoning with yourself and and looking hard in the mirror and realizing what things are holding you back you know as i've been in the in the kind of in the in the leadership game and the motivational game since ghost scouts started and since we've been doing this workshop i'll tell you you know everybody that comes through wants to be the best that they can be and everybody says they're working hard and everybody says they're doing their hardest but not everybody can make themselves do that you know it's a really hard thing it's the people that you know, really are high morale and look themselves in the mirror and say, what are the things that are holding me back? What are the obstacles? How do I overcome them? Um, You know, it's, it's, it's always yourself that's in your own way. You know, that's what I've seen. The people that can't get there are the people that are in their own way. They're slowing themselves down with lazy habits, with sloppy habits, with, with lazy mentalities. Um, You know, if you can't do the things that you have to do, you're never going to do the, be able to get the opportunity to do the things that you want to do. So um, that's kind of the, the short version of, uh, you know, what the, what the five-year plan is all about. So hopefully that's helpful. And, uh, you know, if you really want to get serious about it, think about signing up for the workshop. You know, it starts in three weeks. 
And uh, that's the first thing that we do. And, um, you know, rather than just going through it by yourself, you get to go through that, you know, with with guidance, with with hype, um, with feedback, and then you get to see the all the other students doing the same thing. And and I think the greatest thing about that is you get to see the ideas that they're coming up with. There's always a lot of cross pollination in the five year plan. So, you know, if you're not going to sign up for the workshop, try to get a couple of your friends to do this with you. You know, because you're going to get ideas from each other. Um, and, uh, you know, the more motivated, um, you know, friends you can have around you and people that are thinking like this, the better, you know, that's what I love about it. I love doing the workshop because, you know, I get, you know, the, the energy from all these people doing this. I love doing Ghost Scouts cause I get the energy from all these people being super idealistic and pushing themselves super hard. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's amazing. I love it. And that, that really keeps me going, you know, I'm, I'm very high motor and a self-starter anyway, but that really makes it easier for me. You want to, you want to prepare for success. You want to put yourself, you want to give yourself every fucking advantage, um, that you can in this life because it's not easy. It's not easy to go out there and do what you want to do in the world. So shout out to, uh, Pablo Maggi. Maggie, Pablo Maggie, God damn it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and thanks for sending in the message, you know, as always, if anybody has questions, send them in and then, uh, let's get over to these, um, Instagram messages. Now I, I realized that, um, after a certain amount of time, your notifications, your notifications only last about a day. And I asked this, this, this question, I asked for questions a couple days ago, um, so I think a couple of them disappeared and the first one was, um, or no, the first one that I know disappeared was, and, and I can't shout this person now cause I don't, you know, the notification is here. I quickly screenshot them all after I realized that. Um, but someone asked, uh, when, when and how did I know that Athena was the one? Um, and, uh, I mean the first week for sure. Um, you know, if, if you listen to the podcast with Athena, um, she said that the minute <laughs> that she saw me, she literally heard a voice in her head that said I was the one, which is amazing. Um, I was definitely vibing with her from the first m- minute and, and, you know, we went and had dinner. We went out to a little uh, bar and listened to some music and we were really vibing with each other. And I think within the first day or two, it, you know, I was really just in love with her and, and knew that she was going to be the one. And, um, and, you know, we were both seeing other people, um, at that time, cause we were both dating casually on okcupid.com and that's how we met. Um, and, uh, we both just closed our accounts, you know, cut off all our other, uh, the people that we're seeing and just, you know, just, 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 just decided to have a baby really within the first week. So, um, yeah, I can't explain it. It's one of the most magical things that's ever happened to me in my life, but it was purely intuitional. And, uh, like anything with intuition, I was just totally under a spell, and, uh, you know, we're still under that spell. Like, like we said on the podcast, I can't remember if it was the episode that we put out or the lost episode that we're, that we still have. Um, but, uh, you know, we're more in love now than we ever were in the beginning, you know, and we were head over heels and love at first sight, really. So, um, absolutely incredible. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, oh, shout out Jared Weiss, uh, aka Ghost Scout Mystery Sack, JD Weiss 25. That's his Instagram handle. 
Um, he said, when will you let these folks get to the meat? Um, I mean, I think this podcast brings the heat meat every, every time we're on it. Um, and that's the inside joke of the Ghost Scouts. Let this man get to the meat. Um, we were, we were buying some meat, uh, for a cookout and, um, and there was, uh, there was, we were kind of crowding the meat cooler and the homie, uh, Alfonso was, was, uh, was, I think it was Alfonso and, and Squatch. It was Cyclord and Squatch perusing the meats in the meat department. And, uh, in my peripheral vision, a large body came in and I was like, yo, let this man get to the meats. <laughs> and then they all looked and it was a woman. It was like a old balding woman with a mustache, I think. Um, and, uh, and, and, it was a very awkward moment. We all just kind of looked at each other and I don't even know if the person, the man, woman registered what we said. Uh, I don't think the person even reacted and we just kind of were like, uh, and bounced. Um, <laughs> it was just a really awkward moment. Uh, but, uh, I wasn't even looking directly at the person when I said that. Um, but, uh, the person obviously had a lot of masculine energy and, you know, I mean, Hey, we're, we're, we're way past binary. So really that was super progressive. Uh, that was a super progressive thing for me to say. So let this man get to the meats, you know what I'm saying? The meat department. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what the next one is. Uh, fuck. I'm trying to access these. All right. At the real Woodbeard, Shout out to the homie over at Black Math Studios in Boston. He said, what is in the Ghost Shrimp National Forest now and in 10 years? I would like a drawn map. A map of the Ghost Shrimp National Forest would be totally amazing. That'd be a super fun project to do. Um, uh, there's many. Well, first of all, the Ghost Scout, the Ghost Shrimp National Forest is full of magic. Um, it's full of my life. It's full of Ghost Scouts. Uh, we got a couple of cabins. We got a couple of teepees. We got a couple of platforms. We've got we've got uh, you know rocks and boulders and brooks and old beaver pond swamp um, secret shit that we can't talk about cliffs ledges uh, animals galore you know spooky ghosts interdimensional aliens everything is in the Gosham National Forest um, you know that's the whole name of the game. Um, is living in this magical paradise. Uh, and what's going to be here in 10 years? Um, definitely a treehouse village, um, more cabins. I think the, the next thing is to build more cabins for more residencies. Um, you know, since we're moving away from the model where we're going to be having Ghost Scout training camp every year, it's going to be more intermittent. Um, uh, I think we're going to be really b focusing on building more cabins to expand the residency because I think that's the one of the most amazing parts of Ghost Scouts and where people can get the most out of it uh, by spending three months here in the cabins um, and working on their shit and working on the cabins and, and just getting that full it woods immersion. Um, I think that's the best. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be, you know, building more cabins, um, definitely want to get, uh, a little treehouse Ewok village area going. Um, you know, I think we just, you know, need a little bit more expertise to get to that level. Uh, but that's definitely going to be ramping up. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just more, more of that. I think more cabins 
and treehouse stuff. Um, that's really the goals. Those are the two main goals. And and just whatever other funky structures come about as well. Lots more forts. Um, whenever we do Fortnite at camp, we get all these cool forts popping up, and we've been giving them more time to work on their forts, uh, you know, year by year. So they, they're getting better and better. And this year, the forts were totally amazing. Um, so uh, definitely that. Um, all right, let's see. So, at, oh, and, uh, oh, yeah, and a map. And, yeah, I definitely we should draw a map. That Maybe that's one of the things that I will do uh, this coming year. That'd be really fun. Um, at or bays o r b e y e y e z um do you ever dream about drawing or are any or are any characters or settings inspired by dreams um definitely uh i definitely dream about drawing um that would happen a lot when i was working on adventure time i would like get these weird if i'm working on one piece for a long time or like in the case of adventure time like just an ongoing world. Um, I definitely start to dream about it. I usually have a weird dream where I'm like in the world and like there and it's real, but I'm also trying to solve these drawing problems in the world. It's super hard to explain. Um, and actually the closest thing to it is really being in the Gosham National Forest and trying to make these buildings work and stuff like that, kind of building reality, building the reality that you're in shaping the forest i think that's that's why i love the parallel between um creating worlds on paper and creating worlds in the forest you know creating a real world in the forest here um you know because it's the same but yeah definitely and i def and 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 do, does and then um yeah i mean i've said before that the my dreams my reoccurring dreams from childhood like i have a recurring dream world um, from my childhood, it's basically like where I grew up, um, but a weird dream version of it. And that's always changing and evolving as dreams do. And like, I mean, event, the world from adventure time and stuff was definitely, you know, pulled heavily from that and everything I do really. So dreams, definitely a heavy influence. It's usually not like a literal character or something that I'll see, but I think I'm always trying, I think I'm always trying to draw my dream world in my drawings. I think that's really what I'm always trying to do, you know, um, the vibes of it, the feeling of it, the mystery of it, the intrigue of it, you know, that's why I always focus on those magical elements and, uh, and, and being super personal with my work. Um, I think it all comes from the same place. So, so definitely both ways. I mean, I draw from my dreams and I dream from my drawings and then, you know, so it's like a chicken or the egg thing. It's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, you know, they just, they just feed into each other in like an ever evolving symbiotic relationship, which is super crazy. And then to think how that's shaping, like not only my reality, but other people's realities is super nuts. And that just goes to show how fucking magical it is. You know, the biggest conspiracy ever perpetrated on humans is that your life is not magical. Your life is fucking super magical. No one understands what's going on. It can only be understood on an intuitional level. Um, religion tries to describe it. Science tries to describe it. But truly, it's like the Tao. It can only be understood by being not understood, by being felt, by being sensed. It's beyond your senses. Um, so, you know, that's the beauty of it. You know, you have to let go and go into it to be there. Um, let's see. So at, uh, Jake Morrison art, uh, he said, what's the importance of risk as an artist? Do comfort zones hinder or help you? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think, 
you are comfort i think is not great um but words are tricky i think you always want to be having fun um you know always want you i think your artwork always should be coming from the place of fun um i think when you're like especially you know you can in a piece it's always challenging and there can be moments in a piece where it's not fun um i always get stuck because i'm pushing myself uh really hard in my pieces like you know if you're if you're trying to make your best work every time which is my mantra which is my mentality you know that world championship mentality if you're if you're seeking to make your best work every time um and you're pushing beyond your limits by definition you're pushing beyond what you know so you're going to get stuck you're going to get hung up but you just keep working through it and that's the fun of it so i think you always want to be outside of your comfort zone. But to me, that is fun. To me, you have to find the fun in the challenge of it. To me, that's what work ethic is. It's like enjoying the process and loving it. And um, But yeah, I think comfort in general is kind of stagnant and kind of, uh, you know, kills freshness. Um, so I think pushing out of your comfort zone in life and in your art is definitely important. Um, but I fully believe in having fun with it. I don't think it should be a torturous process. Um, you know, I, I, I have challenges in my work and in my life, but overwhelmingly I enjoy it. And the challenge makes me enjoy it even deeper. Um, so, uh, let's see, what's the, so risk. Um, yeah, I think you should go beyond your comfort zone for sure and take risks. Yeah. I mean, you got to take leaps of faith all the time to get to that next level. I mean, you're not going to get to the, by definition, the next levels out of your comfort zone, right? If your life's a video game, you're trying to level up. Um, you have to keep beating those bosses and the boss is always yourself. You know, you got to beat the current version of yourself to get to that next level, to get to the next version of yourself. So, um, yeah, definitely you have to take risks, um, you know, uh, both in your life and in your work. And usually it's the same thing. Like I took a risk when I went out to LA to work for Cartoon Network to borrow money to go out there. And then I got fired and I thought I was fucked. And then, you know, I got another opportunity on Adventure Time, but then that was risky because it was week to week. And, and, you know, you know, I was late, you know, we had, we had a month off and then, you know, I had no money. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, should I go back? You know, your life is going to be full of those things, but that's why you just have to Always be practicing listening to your intuition so that you know how to use it. You know, that's that muscle. Your intuition is that navigational system, and you have to be working it out all the time so that you know how to use it, you're familiar with it, you know the ins and outs of it, because there's going to be lots of failure with intuition as well. But, you know, I mean, the, like we say, the failures and successes are just information on where to go next, so that's all part of it. So you should never... You know, when I hear a question like that, I, I I hear fear in it. You know, and I'm not saying that 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 he's coming from a place of fear, but I think that that's kind of a fear-based question of like, you know, of course you you your risk is where the rewards are. You know, people say the greater the risk, the greater the reward, and that's definitely true. And you know, all heroes' journeys require that risk. So, do you want to be a hero or do you want to be? you know, just another kind of humdrum person, you know, diddling around in your life, you know, just fucking jerking off in the bushes, you know, you want to get out there and fucking jerk off on the mountaintop, or you want to fucking just be fingering yourself in the gutter, you know, that's what I'm saying, let's get up on that cloud nine, dude, let's get up on that fucking, just be jerking off in, in heaven, dude, all the way up there, um, all right, next screen grab, I had to screen grab all these questions. Um, at 
sxra.png. So sxra.png. Um, what slash who inspired you to have an interest in art? Um, definitely like growing up watching the old Disney shorts, uh, which my kids have been watching a lot of lately. Um, watching the old Looney Tunes shorts. Um, watching, uh, you know, just Saturday morning cartoons, um, with action figures and shit. That's all tied up in it for me, um, which makes me so excited to, you know, be doing these vinyl toys with Unbox Industries coming up, uh, this next year. Um, uh, so cartoons definitely, and then comics, you know, getting a little older and, and, you know, having an older brother who was into comics and having an uncle, shout out to my uncle, Steve Laffler, who was making comics with Fantagraphics when I was a kid. Um, he made the dog boy series with Fantagraphics when I was a kid, um, that, you know, it was a dog comic, so I wasn't really supposed to look at it, but I would definitely see it and, and hang with him and, and, you know, my older brother, um, shout out to my older brother, uh, Dorian James for, for, you know, having me, you know, drawing a lot. We would always draw together, um, you know, and just drawing with friends. Um, and, uh, one of my sixth grade teacher, um, shout out Ron Berger, uh, Mr. B. <laughs> Mr. Burger, uh, the, the meatiest of names, Mr. Burger. If I didn't change my name to Bandit, maybe I would have changed it to Burger or Steak Tip. Daniel Steak Tip sounds good too. Um, but uh, he was like a sick illustrator. Uh, my sixth grade teacher, he did these wicked rendered colored pencil drawings and did a lot of creative projects with us. And I think that got me super psyched about you know art and and drawing. Um, and my parents have always been supportive um, of, of the arts and, and being creative, even though they're not artistic people per se. My dad is definitely creative rights as a hobby. Um, and my mom, you know, you know, is a, is a, is a minister. So she's very creative, you know, and motivational. So definitely lots of parallels there, but not directly with visual art. Um, but yeah, I think I'll just like the kind of art, cultural art the the art in our culture and then um you know uh, as i got more interested and serious about drawing then discovering artists like mc escher like salvador dali big influences on me um and 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 hip-hop artists you know uh definitely my 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 i think my desire to create and express myself probably um comes from hip hop, you know, the, you know, that's not, that's not my gift, but that's my hip creating hip hop is not my gift, but hip hop is like the catalyst that makes me want to have a creative voice in a lot of ways. Um, so shout out to shout out to hip hop. Um, and, uh, the same person, uh, PNG also asks, uh, what was your favorite part of working on adventure time? Um, my favorite part of working on Adventure Time was the scope of the project, the challenge of the project. Um, you know, obviously the epic nature of, you know, getting hired at Cartoon Network, getting fired, getting a shot at redemption with Adventure Time, and then having Adventure Time become so appreciated and, 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 you know, really kind of the, the, you know, the new, you know, defining a new era of animation in at Cartoon Network and, you know, probably outside of that as well. Um, and having so many people grow up watching that show. Um, that's, what's amazing to me is so many people just started out as children 
and grew up, you know, watching that show, you know, much like the characters in the show did as well. And, and even, you know, when I got on that show, you know, I was a bachelor and then, you know, by the time it, you know, ended this year, I was watching uh, the show with my seven-year-old son. So, you know, he grew up uh, watching Adventure Time, which is so magical. I mean, I grew up, you know, just like we said a minute ago, I grew up just loving Saturday morning cartoons, watching cartoons, and to have my son growing up watching a show that I created. I think that's my favorite part of it. Um, but yeah, just, and all this, all the reps I got, all the work I got in on it, like all the repetitions, I'm a workaholic. Um, I love being productive. And like, I was just in the zone, you know, for years on that shit, just producing the highest volume of work that I'll probably ever produce. Um, Cause you know, I don't prefer that pace. I don't think I do my best work at that pace doing like 10 or 15 backgrounds a week. But um, the things that it made me do, it, it took me, like we said, it took me so far out of my comfort zone. It obliterated my comfort zone. Like I wasn't even comfortable for a year on that show. Um, you know, uh, I think it just made me level up so fucking much and just, just think about, cause I'm always trying to figure out new ways to draw things too. So how far it pushed me to try to solve new problems and keep it fresh for myself and, and then also like all the collaboration on it. I mean, I, I mean, you know, and, and these things aren't ranked by any means. I'm just rambling on as always, but like, you know, meeting Penn and Pat and, and them giving me the opportunity and believing in me and, and Nick Jennings, um, helping me through the process and being the art director there and, and just everybody, you know, Adam Muto and all the early storyboarders and, and everybody that was on that show and becoming, you know, great friends with Tom Herpick and Andy Restaino and Jesse Moynihan and Aqua Costuera and just everybody on that show and the people that have been on this podcast and, and Phil and, be, you know, Phil, shout out Phil Rinda and, and, uh, be, you know, really bonding with Pete Browngart through that time, you know, uh, uncle, shout out uncle grandpa. So, you know, just a epic era of my life. It really, it really defined, um, my quest and, and my life in such a huge way. And like, you know, it's a hall of fame job. You know, I think that really put me on the map for a lot of people and is a, is something that I can reference with almost anybody. Um, you know, people say, what have you worked on? And I can say adventure time and people know what I'm talking about. Like that's huge, you know? So, uh, so many favorite things, but you know, and just flipping through this art of Ubook book the other day again, it's like, it's just insane. But yeah, to work with such a talented group of people to have it be so appreciated, it's hard to pick one thing. But, um, you know, uh, those are some of the things that I love about it. Um, let's see, uh, at Omega underscore yeet underscore two. Um, what is your favorite music genre and or favorite musician? Definitely hip hop. I mean, I love all music. I love fucking jazz. I love rock. I love fucking disco music uh i love old school like country music um you know there's nothing there's no music i don't like no genre i don't like um i think music is amazing i think it's super magical um and uh like i said hip-hop is probably my biggest inspiration as a creative person so definitely hip-hop um and as far as like a favorite i mean i think like mad lib um or mf doom um uh, Ghostface, um, Aesop Rock, uh, LP, um, you know, I mean, so many, so many fucking Dose One, uh, 2Mex, you know, I mean, I've worked with a lot of my favorite, um, MCs, 
Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't really have a favorite, but I have just tons of people that I appreciate and that inspire me, you know, Nas, Wu-Tang, you know, from back in the day. Um, you know, that's really where it all started for me in that 90s explosion, Biggie. Um, so, uh, you know, it all comes out of there. Um, so, yeah, somewhere in there. Um, let's see. Underscore Air Aaron. Oh, uh, oh, that's the person. I think that's the same picture. Is that the person that asked me the question about Athena? Underscore E R I N N N N N N N. I think that's the right amount of ends. Yeah, she said a P. Is that a girl or a boy? I can never tell. But it, we're we're non-binary now, so it doesn't matter. Um, Aaron said, P.S. I'm in the healthiest, most loving relationship with my life. P.S. I'm in the healthiest, most loving relationship of my life with my with my boyfriend who showed me your pod. Cool. Oh, that's sick. So yeah, shout out to her. I think she asked about Athena and uh, just said that. So cool. I'm super happy for you. Um, And your boyfriend must be pretty cool if he listens to my podcast, maybe. Uh, All right, let's see. All right, next uh happy at happy lucky boy asks what's the best color great question um my current favorite color is red uh because it's just such a bold color um it's always contrasting and it just pops out um and it's just I don't know, so aggressive and, uh, you know, so just uh, red alert. Uh, I don't know, red, I'm loving. I love all color. I love color theory. Uh, Light color design class was one of the most useful classes I ever took in college. It was in foundation year at Pratt. Um, Shout out, uh, what, Dwight Johnson, I think, who used to call me donkey um <laughs> because of some donkey punch remark i made and because i have fucking big teeth and i laugh like a donkey i think um but shout out dwight johnson uh light color design color theory is so useful i mean everything is color um i love black and white uh, i've been posting a lot of my old black and white shit on the instagram lately but uh yeah co- you know learning to use color is still super challenging it's really infinite because color is completely subjective to what's around it um every time you change your one color in a piece it changes all the colors um especially the ones that it's touching and bordering um so uh you know red is my red is such a bold color so it's my favorite right now but you know i love all colors color is amazing um uh, at corn biocominataya corn biocominataya um what's your favorite animal to draw oh that's a good question i don't know octopus are pretty cool um i don't know aliens and humans does that count as animals I don't really know. I like drawing all all kinds of animals. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Grouse? <laughs> I don't know. Um uh, at panda oh pad pan panda.junior. I'm the worst at names. Um responded heart question mark heart question mark heart question mark heart question mark. Uh don't know how to answer that. Oh, that same person. Uh oh, no, he asked another question too called do you study how you do it um do i study um i don't know do i study art 
Um, I did in school, and yeah, I mean, I'm always studying. I'm a definitely a student of existence, um, student of reality, student of life, you know, like, uh, you know, always trying to see through the veils, always trying to see through reality, um, always trying to see different levels in myself and the people around me, um, and, and in my artwork for sure, always looking at art and, 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 but I mean, study, I, I don't formally study any, any, I haven't formally studied anything since school. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know, but, but I mean, it, I think like if you're living a, an intuitional life full of challenges, that's studying like, like Go Scout training camp is me studying, um, you know, leadership and, and, and how, and creativity in people and motivation and work ethic and the same in the workshop, you know, seeing people, you know, everybody wants to step up and deliver and why can some people do it and some people not, you know, how can some people conquer themselves and not, and some people not, um, super interesting shit. So I don't know, to me, I'm always studying that shit, but not so much like formally. Um, I hate school. Um, let's see, uh, at Shiggins 180, uh, do you ever think about going back into animation full time? Do you miss any part of it? Um, no, I don't miss any part of it. Cause like, I'm still doing it. You know, I've been working on the SpongeBob movie. Um, I like, I just like being a freelancer more. Um, number one, I'm not a studio guy, even when I, I'm not, I'm not a joiner, you know, I'm not a joiner. Even when I worked on Adventure Time and it was all the coolest fucking people in the world. Um, like I, I'm not like, I don't work in the studio. I would work from my apartment. Um, just cause I'm ADD, I can't focus around other people. I can't get in my deep, uh, creative space around other people. Um, and, uh, what's the question again? <laughs> like spacing out. Um, did you ever back and forth? Yeah. So I, I love it as a freelancer. I like to be able to pick and choose, you know, um, I, I can still have, I think as many opportunities as I want in animation without doing it full time. And honestly, the work is fun in animation, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't scratch my full itch. Like I've said before, like animation, you're always doing a piece of the work. Um, like right now I'm doing concept design, but like, you know, and with backgrounds, it's like I'm doing the black and white line art for the background. Um, and uh, you're, you're always doing one piece of it. And I like I get much more satisfaction from doing like a full illustration from start to finish. Like, you know, just, you know, con you know, c coming up with the idea, doing the sketch, doing the pencils, doing the inks, doing the color, putting my name on it, putting it up there. Nothing in the world fears, feels better than that to me. Um, you know, so, uh, I like doing that the best and, um, yeah, but animation is cool for sure. But I, like I said, I never set out to be an animator. I've always just wanted to draw. I've always wanted to be an illustrator. So, and I think that's what I'm best at. I think I'm the best at being an illustrator. Um, my skill set. but, uh, you know, I'm a concept guy. I'm a, I'm a creative guy. I'm a, I'm an idea guy. So, you know, I think that's where I can step in and do fun things in other genres, but yeah, illustration is definitely my main shit. Um, let's see at that Toby, uh, would you win a fight? Would you, who would win a fight between 10 tigers and a thousand, a hundred thousand butterflies? Why? 
Um, definitely ten tigers, bro. Cause fucking butterflies don't even have teeth. Um, if it was gonna be a fight, I don't even know why tigers would fight the butterflies. Um, I don't think those amount of butterflies could do shit really, unless they were gigantic. Um, then they could maybe proboscis them to death or suck their. If they could shoot that proboscis down into the tiger and suck all its guts out or put it up its butthole and suck all its intestines out or whatever, then maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think tigers. Uh, and then Athena Bandit, my my lover and soulmate. I didn't I, I didn't know how this thing worked, so I asked her to to do a question as well, to pop in an answer, because I was looking for them in my inbox, but then they're in your notifications. Um, she said, how do you navigate our, oh, she's, so at Athena underscore, uh, Athena Bandit underscore Metal Smith. Um, how do you navigate artist blocks? Um, how do I navigate artist blocks? I don't, I don't, I, I don't really get artist blocks. Um, I will maybe get jammed up for a day. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, I don't, I've been asked this before. I don't, I don't ever find myself stuck for a long period of time. Um, if I'm stuck in the moment, I'll just get up and go for a run or smoke some weed or, you know, draw, you know, draw some little doodles or maybe switch up my input. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, I'll throw on a movie or vice versa, or maybe put up like some super, put on some super bang and beats. Sometimes almost always music. If I smoke weed and put on loud hip hop, like that will just put me in the zone. So like, I pretty much can't go wrong with that formula. So, you know, I have various tricks you know going for a bike ride doing something doing something that gets your blood up um you know gets your heartbeat going that almost always shakes out any funk that you can have but just not staying in it you know um i think artist blocks come from like when you get jammed up which is normal because you're not always on i mean i'm not always on it always takes me time to get warmed up you know i mean it's very common for me to not have the most productive day like i'm always trying to and like most days are productive but like once one day a week i'll have an unproductive day for sure um but uh you know just not making more of it than i think a lot of artist block is people feeling self-conscious about it or having low self-esteem about themselves and you know they'll they'll be struggling for a day and then um you know then they'll start to feel bad about it and then it'll become something bigger than it is they're getting inside their own head they're getting in their own way um i think that's probably what an artist block is um you know writer's block artist block you know we have hitting slumps or or you know shooting slumps in in sports um you know whatever you want to call it but uh you know yeah i think you just got to you know keep it simple keep focused for me, the number one thing is sleep. If I do not get a good night's sleep, it's so hard for me to have high morale. Um, and morale is so important to everything that you do. Um, so, you know, for me, it's that. As as, as Athena knows, um, you know, uh, yesterday I didn't have a great day um, because, uh, you know, Junie woke up in the middle of the night and I went down to sleep in Wolfie's bed. And um, and then, you know, I just, I just didn't get that good of a night of sleep. Um, and, uh, and, and I was kind of just in a funk yesterday. Couldn't, didn't get as much as I wanted to done. Tried to do the podcast. Couldn't get it done. Just my head wasn't in it. My energy wasn't there. And it's really just comes down to not having a good night's sleep. You know, that can, that, that's a dev, that's devastating for me. Um, 
So, uh, you know, get a good night's sleep, get a good night's rest, uh, get good nutrients in your body. That makes a huge difference when I eat shitty. I have lower morale. I have lower levels of hype. I have lower levels of focus. These things all play into your focus, right? I mean, if we're talking about, uh, you know, a, a, a block, you're talking about a lack of focus, a lack of energy, um, and those can all be created by very simple things that you can control, you know, um, like, I, you know, what the days that I work out, the days that I'm drinking a fucking smoothie, um, you know, I make the green smoothies here, you know, when you're, when you're eating right and you're exercising and you're getting enough sleep, like you almost take it for granted how good you feel. I feel like a million fucking dollars, you know, sometimes you feel so good. You're like, you forget. And then like, I'll be like, I'll go, you know, have a night of drinking and I'll eat a sub. And then I'll be like, Oh my God, I forgot how bad this feels. Like, like it's, it's, it's like 50% decrease in like my powers, you know? So there's a lot you can do to set yourself up for success and prepare for success. Um, and, and yeah, but, but for me, if there's one factor that's the most it's sleep for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, from, uh, at M botanical, that's Erica Melhus. Um, she said, Magni asks, what's the furthest out, uh, what's the furthest out you have ever been? Uh, and then in parentheses in the universe or the multiverse, that's hard to tell. Cause what's the depth gauge? Um, I've definitely been very far out. I've been far out of my imagination. Um, when I'm, when I'm working on pieces, um, I've been super far out into, you know, relationship territory way out there in, in relationships in my marriage. Um, I've been fucking, uh, you know, way out there on psychedelic experiences all the way out there, you know, but what's the, you know, what's the depth gauge? You know, it's hard to say in an infinite reality, what's the difference between an inch and a mile, you know? So, um, I've definitely been out there. I think maybe, you know, I, I, I like I like deeper water more than the average person. I like extremes. I like, ex I'm an extreme person. Um, so, I mean, I think I get pretty far out there. I think I get pretty far out there in the universe and the multiverse because I think I'm, you know, you're pushing your reality. Um, I've definitely been far, far out there in meditation. I took a meditation. I would, I would attend weekly meditation classes when I was in college at Pratt. They offered it and it was really great. Um, and, and sometimes I would just, when they would ring that little gong at the end to come back, like I wouldn't even know, but I would be like, holy shit, I was just way gone in another dimension. And in my dream worlds, way gone in other dimensions. I mean, dream worlds, if there's, you know, those are multiverses. Those are alternate realities to our own subconscious. Our, our subconscious is playing through alternate realities to us and we're living them in our dreams. So, you know, those I've been super far out in those, that multiverse, um, you know, so you know, I think pretty far out, I think, but, but definitely just beginning, definitely just beginning. I mean, um, I definitely am just, just getting back into psychedelics. I got uh, a bunch of mushroom candies from the homie and I've started taking those, um, and, uh, you know, micro dosing and, uh, you know, mega dosing. And I'm going to really be looking forward to doing, uh, multiple, uh, heroic doses in 2019 and, uh, reporting back about that. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely into pushing it. I'm definitely into getting out there in those multiverses. So, um, yeah. 
We're going to cut it off right there. We're going to save the rest for a little midweek dessert. You know, we've been giving you those sweet treats. We've been delivering the podcast, and then we've been saving a little bit for a little midweek snack to get you through to the next full episode. You know what I'm saying? I like this rhythm. We're going to keep this rhythm going in 2019. And we're also going to be bringing your voicemails to the podcast, you know, which is going to be incredible. Um, We will be sharing that number, hopefully on the next episode. Um, So we'll roll into 2019 with your voicemails as part of the podcast, your voice, the Gosher but Friends podcast, your voice as the friends on the podcast. You're going to be telling spooky stories. You're going to be telling poop stories. You're going to be asking me questions. It's going to be incredible. It's going to change the game. Always looking for that level up. Always looking for that paradigm shift, even on this here podcast. You know, it's going to be a real hoot and holler. It's going to be a real treat, you know? Um, so let's get to these. Uh, let's see what's up with these Patreon shout outs. Um, if you are, uh, you know, a weekly listener to this, to this podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, go and leave a five-star review on iTunes. You know, it's going to help more people connect to this. Uh, we want all, all of the cousins to know about us, you know, tell people that if they want to get hyped, if they want to hear an idiot ramble about shit, if they are interested in fucking visual art, maybe they'll like this podcast. Who knows? Maybe they won't. Um, uh, but, you know, as always, uh, you know, if you do want to show some love to the pod, you can do those things. If you, um, if you want to go a little further and get early access to the podcasts, um, get behind the scenes, behind the foreskin exclusives, um, exclusive video, um, and, uh, some exclusive posts. Um, and, uh, what else did I say? Shout outs. Um, you can go over to the Patreon and get that shit, um, for only $1 per episode at that green smoothie level. Uh, you get, you enjoy that early access. You enjoy, uh, the access to whatever's on the Patreon, you know, um, which is a ton of video. And, uh, you know, then you show love to the pod, you're helping me do my thing and, uh, it's fabulous. Um, and at that $2 level and up, you get some shout outs, you know, we're giving you the love back. So, uh, think about it, head on over to patreon.com slash go shrimp global to support this podcast. Um, so big shout out to all the $1 members as a group. Um, every dollar is definitely appreciated. Um, and it makes it, uh, you know, a reality that I can come on here and hit you with these juicy dripping podcast episodes. Um, and, uh, starting at that $2 beef stew shout out level. Now these are vegan and non-vegan. Okay. You can put some meat in that smoothie and make it a non-vegan smoothie as well. So don't forget that we got that meat shake going. Let's get a little sip of coffee. Woo, feel a little lightheaded. Um, so let's see. Big shout out to workshop alumni Alejandro Fuentes, aka Los Focos. Get yourself some holiday beef stew, my friend. 
Big shout out to, oh, we got a bowl of, we got a definite vegan bowl of beef stew going too. Ghost Scout, Chris, Ghost Scout Planet Nelson, a.k.a. Chris Nelson. Holler at me, homie. Are you still around? Are you still in New England? Let's connect. Uh, big shout out to Curse Gift. Get yourself some beef stew. Jesse Cucucadoni. Hit that beef stew buffet, my friend. Uh-oh, the doodler himself. Dalton Doodles, a.k.a. Dalton Stark, a.k.a. Velvet Dojo, a.k.a. Venomous Eye Nectar, a.k.a. Venomous Eye Candy. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ghost Scout. Oh, and Dalton also Workshop Alumni. Another Workshop Alumni and Ghost Scout. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm mixing up the names. Uh, just a regular Beef Stew shout out going to Gerard Jones. <laughs> Uh, I was skipping ahead. Now we're to the now we're into the Ghost Scouts. Ghost Scout Frogadile Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer, uh, workshop alumni, fresh into the alumni group. Jesse Primo, have yourself some holiday beef stew. Big shout out to Ryan Sims, and of course these are the people that supported the last episode of the podcast which was with, uh, you know, uh, Cato, uh, Catherine Cormier, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Christmas Morning with the bear attack story and those spooky bonus extras. It was so cool and amazing. What a what a great podcast. Shout out to her once again. Um, but yeah, these are, if you don't hear your name, it's because you did not support that specific podcast. Some people get confused about that, but the shout outs are always for the people who contributed to the last podcast. So if you want to hear your name, shout it out every episode, then make sure you're set to support every episode. Uh, shout out to Michael Broncado. Shout out to the homie Bark the Dog, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Dusty Lupus, a.k.a. Alexander Lansing, who's heading over, talk about some synergy, heading over to Armenia to hang out with our homie Shamaram and do a workshop, a bark workshop in Armenia. You know, they connected through the 12-week online group workshop where he was an assistant and uh, Shamaram was a a phenomenal uh, workshopper. And uh, she invited him out to do a workshop in Armenia. How fucking cool is that? That's what I'm saying. Get out there. Make things happen. Boom. Magic. Uh, We got another Ghost Scout. Shout out to Chris Murray, a.k.a. Mr. Husband. Uh... Here we go, Ghost Scout Michael Joran, a.k.a. Joran Thornton, uh, a.k.a. um, Workshop Alumni. Ghost Scout, uh, goddamn, my fucking brain is fried. Uh, Not a Ghost Scout, Civilian Chris Burke. Oh, God. Uh, Workshop Alumni, Kayla Dakota. Big shout out to Waste Zoid. Big shout out to Anthony Scott. Uh, big shout out to Hollywood Big Shot Kent Osborne. Oh wait, no, okay, he can. God damn, my brain is so scrambled right now. Um, big shout out to my. 
God. My new best friend, Ken Osborne. He is a Hollywood legend, so he can be Hollywood big shot Ken Osborne as well. But we always give his brother that intro. Um, but fuck it. Ken is a Hollywood big shot. Shout out to big, big shot Hollywood hotshot Ken Osborne, my new best friend and neighbor. Uh, big shout out to Arguably Art. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Cheeky Bookie, a.k.a. Alexi Giroux. Big shout to the Denmark homie Try Man Hunt. Uh, big shout out to Devin Newman. Get yourself some beef stew. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Quincy. Big shout out to Krognak, aka Ghost Scout Beard Lips, aka John Mansfield, aka Ghost Scout Training Camp Year Six Camp Champ. Uh, big shout out to Hollywood Big Shot Director Mark Osborne. Could not be more excited to work on Escape from Hat, his new Netflix movie. Uh, big shout out to Uncle Terry. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout Sports Magic, aka Daniel Foothead over there in New Zealand. Big shout out to the Pratt homie, Raphael Tanghall. That's at that $3 beef stew. That's an extra ladle of beef stew in there. We're at the $3. We got a big shout out going to workshop alumni, Zeta. Uh, another, another extra helping of beef stew for none other than Pablo Maggie, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. Thanks for the uh, question. I think everybody will like that one. And uh, shout out to Yvonne. Oh, these are marinated steak chip shout outs. Hold on. Clear the grill. Clear the grill. Clean off the grill. Heat up the grill. Have those steak chips marinated long enough? Good, good. Bring them out. We got a special holiday marinade on these steak tips, folks. Okay. We've got the big, juicy, dripping beef stew shout outs here. We've got... Throw some steak tips on the grill for Yvonne Santiago. Now, these can still be vegan, non-vegan. Not exactly what you would substitute uh, for the meat in a steak tip. I, I, that's, that's a good question. For all the, uh, for all the vegans out there, if you're, if, you're throwing a, if you're throwing a vegan steak tip on the grill, what's it made of? Um, big, another big... Big fucking steak tip shout out to Johan Elverby. Uh, big beef stew, big, big marinated steak tip shout out going out to Michael McLean. And last but not least, the homie we were just hanging out with, Erica Melhus. And she signed up for the 12-week online group workshop starting January 13th. So that is going to be very fun. I love it when scouts sign up. I love it when friends sign up. It's so much fun to spend more time with them. I love really motivating the people in my life. It, it gives me great pleasure. And really just hypes me up more than anything, you know? Um, so uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Um, look for those bonus extras midweek. I know we're coming out a little late, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. 
Um, I guess this podcast actually won't come out till midweek, and then the other ones will be coming out more end of the week. But we'll figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, yeah, make sure you head on over to the Ghost Shrimp Mega Mall to pick up uh, the latest Ghost Shrimp styles. We just put up some more. Um, those, uh, of the, of the candy kingdom, uh, dream design and the ice kingdom dream design. I believe we just put up some sweatshirts and some long sleeves of those. Um, so you can go check those out and, uh, you can sign up for the 12 week online group workshop over there. All the info is on the workshop page and, um, uh, let's see, I guess that's about it. And uh, gonna be going and and having a great holiday week, having a merry Christmas, um, and uh, celebrating with the family, celebrating with the newest member of the family, Julian James. Shout out to JJ, little JJ. Can't wait to meet the little dude. He's about a week old, not even. He's a few days old, um, and just like to connect with everybody else uh, back there. So. Um, you know, have a great holiday season, travel safe, um, you know, uh, drink responsibly, um, and, uh, you know, just have a great time and, uh, think about that 2019, you know, think about that plan. We, we kicked it off with the five-year plan, uh, schematic in the beginning of this podcast. Um, great timing for you to start thinking about that. And um, we'll hit you with another inspiring podcast uh, next week, whether it's the lost episode of me and Athena or whether I line up another uh, guest. Uh, we'll see who's around. We'll see who's available. If there's uh, if they're one of my friends or one of the Ghost Scouts hasn't been on the pod yet and you want to jump on, hit me up. Um, we'll figure it out. Uh, let's see. And so, yeah, you know, go do your thing. Have a good holiday. Uh, stay inspired. Keep that morale up. You know, be productive. Set aside some time to be productive this holiday season. Um, I'm going to be coloring up this raw tray. And, um, you know, uh, when you're out there, make sure, make sure you're spreading that holiday cheer, that inspiration to the people around you, you know, just like we do on this podcast, just like I do with Ghost Scouts and, and with the workshop and just every day of my life, trying to keep the people around me hyped up, high morale, inspired. And, you know, even the people that I don't know, you know, it doesn't matter to me whether you speak the same language as me. It doesn't matter whether you believe in the same. I don't even subscribe to a religion, but if you, uh, you know, you know, have a certain set of religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, that doesn't matter to me. You know, I know that if you are a human being, you are a creative animal in this infinite universe. And I have more in common with you than every single one of you then I have in conflict with you. And that's what I'm choosing to look at, what we have in common and try to hype you up and and help you live your passions, your dreams, because the happy people out there are the people that are avoiding the conflict, you know, that are transcending the conflict, transcending this, this, all this, all this bitter nonsense being stirred up in the mainstream media, all this partisanship, all this politics. It's all bullshit. Let's transcend this shit. This does not have to do with being a human with being a creative animal in an infinite universe, our lives are much more important, much more special, much more magical, much bigger than that. Don't be duped into thinking that that's what reality is about, right? Just go straight on past it. So until I talk to you next time, have a great fucking week. Stay super hyped up. High morale. All right. Peace out.